Hello, thanks for joining this episode of One Grace Podcast. This podcast has been created to help answer questions and to further our understanding of the spiritual journey. Jai Shri Krishna Guru. In this episode, we will gain some insight of the spiritual journey as guided by Sri Krishna Guru. We will begin to explore some of his lessons on the path of love and devotion to God. Now, the lessons shared in this podcast are his alone as understood by this devotee and depend solely on his blessings to move us along together on this path. In the previous episode, which was our first episode, we had an introduction to the podcast. A brief understanding was given of Sri Krishna Guru and of One Grace Ashram. We talked about the point at which one begins their own spiritual journey, and we even touched a tiny bit on karma. From my own experience, and to help you along, I can say here that it is important and it will be to your benefit to familiarize yourself with two great Indian epics, the Ramayana and the Mahabharata. Most people living in India know about these. They grow up with these epics. They hear these stories all throughout their lives. Many references are made to these, and there are many lessons in these epics, so it's important to be familiar with these two. It'll give you a frame of reference when an example from either of these epics is invoked. Guruji will always expound the true meaning of these and other scriptures, giving us true and correct knowledge. The Srimad Bhagavad Gita itself can be found within the great epic, the Mahabharata. Some think of these epics as mere mythology or um, just fabulous stories, but the true lessons of Lord Sri Krishna, the Almighty God incarnate, can be found within that text. The Lord's profound teachings, which are the Bhagavad Gita, are expounded by the Lord himself to his devotee and dear friend Arjuna, right there on the battlefield, immediately before the Mahabharata war. Spiritual codices have true knowledge. To the ignorant, these books read like great fiction. It is only the spiritual master. It's only the true spiritual master who can decode the true spiritual meaning of these ancient texts. So a small example, you may read where God Indra is depicted as the king of gods. But Guruji teaches us how in the microcosm, which is each of us, Lord Indra is the mind. His profound lessons are just like that. When a group of holy people come together to speak about God, or a guru gives a teaching to one or more disciples and, or others, it's called a satsang or a satsanga. Guruji gives a satsang using many, many examples to help his students grasp the lessons. Some examples are from everyday modern life, uh, some are from days gone by from across the world. Some are from his own journey, and some other examples will come from holy scriptures and texts written by saints and sages in the purview of Sanatan Dharma. Now, you may have taken note of the words Sanatan Dharma. Some call it Hinduism, but that is not correct. Sanatan Dharma is not a religion. Sanatan is a Sanskrit meaning eternal. 
And there's no direct translation of the word dharma. Dharma sometimes um, is thought of as the right, righteous path or solemn path of duty. Um, I still haven't really defined it here. But let us say that uh, Sanatan Dharma is the eternal righteous path. Sanatan Dharma has no human founder or human creator. The Lord himself is the framework of creation called the Vedas. The Vedas are like the laws of existence. Known to the ancient rishis, this knowledge was divided among them, and from them small parts were given to each of their disciples. In satsang, they would join together, recite each section, forming complete knowledge. Guruji's lessons are universal. If you were to study the Abrahamic um, scriptures of Western religions, you will find the same lessons, but first you, you have to understand the you have to have that correct understanding to see the same knowledge elsewhere. Guruji has manifested in India, and thus he teaches us the scriptures from there. He teaches us that everyone is right from their own perspective. Our spiritual master can expound on any spiritual text from any religion, but know that spirituality is not religion. Guruji teaches us spirituality is about knowing the truth about ourselves and God. It is the knowledge of the spirit. In guiding us to know the truth, Guruji often uses the Srimad Bhagavad Gita to teach the path. Because the Bhagavad Gita is used to teach us we also learn about Sankhya Yoga, that's knowledge-based path, and Karma Yoga, that's the action-based path. But it is the path of Bhakti Yoga, the path of love and devotion, which Guruji teaches his students. And it's the only path that he recommends for this day and age. So consider what this tells you. In many of his satsangs, which you can hear as podcasts or in video format from KrishnaKnows.com, you will hear him say time and again, you're not the body. Guruji teaches you are not the body, but the spirit soul, the essence of the divine Lord. The body is born of the Lord's creative power. We have the gross body, which we can see, the subtle and then the causal bodies. Birth, death, joy, and sorrow all happen to the body, and you're not the body. You're the divine essence observing it all. Take some time to consider this teaching. You can observe yourself in any situation. The body has its own nature. You can predict how that one will react if you take time to observe its nature. Now, of course, it's easier to notice the nature of others, but take time to notice your own nature. This is how we slowly begin to know the truth, that we are not the body. We begin by observing. 
As a follower of Bhakti Yoga, also called Bhakti Marga, you can refer to this one, that's me, as a Bhakt. I am a lover of God. It is the devoted Bhakt who has been given knowledge and performs actions, but gives up both for the love and devotion of the Supreme Divine Lord. So we direct everything to him. There are not enough words to describe the absolute sweetness of bhakti. In any given moment, the bhakti, even with the smallest thought of the beloved, fills with love from the heart, bringing tears. Love for the divine pierces the mundane life. It's beyond every fiber of existence. If you wholeheartedly put forth your sincere efforts to learn, practice, and understand, his grace will fall upon you. Now, at the beginning of this podcast, I spoke these words. Jai Shri Krishna Guru. This is a greeting exchanged by devotees and disciples of Shri Krishna Guru. It was implemented as a greeting by one of Guruji's dearest devotees, and it's never been required of Guruji himself. So, the word Jai, that's J-A-I, literally means victory, and here it means glory or praise. The word Shri is an honorific word used to show respect before the name of a person, God, or a holy text. So, Using the name of my beloved Guruji, Krishna Guru, the statement, excuse me, the statement Jai Shri Krishna Guru is like saying praise to the Lord Krishna Guru. It is correct for me to take his name when we begin. So for now, I will leave it at that. Please write to me. Tell me about yourself. And do send along any questions you may have about your own journey. Thanks for listening. Talk to you soon.